आई वी एम If there is a book that you want to read but it hasn't been written yet then you must write it said the author Toni Morrison on writing I think this quote is applicable to our guest today who couldn't find a wellness center that she could rely on so she started one Welcome to Absolutely Right a show designed to celebrate and decode minds of some amazing achievers I am your host Aditi Surana I am a graphologist and a high performance coach Sharmini Agarwal Kapoor is the co-founder and director of Atmantan Wellness Center, an international wellness luxury resort located in Mulshi near Pune. Atmantan, as Sharmili describes it, is an amalgamation of atma which is soul, man which is mind and tan which is body. A few years ago when I visited Atmantan, I remember being impressed by their attention to details and loved my personalized treatment. In today's conversation I was pleasantly surprised to learn that the soothing healing vibe of the space is passionately designed on green architectural standards by maximizing the sunlight by installing the largest solar powered water heating plant in the country and by using a specialized plant based sewage treatment mechanism Sharmini spoke about her journey as a seeker as an entrepreneur we discussed many things She shared her views on what does it take to build a business with personalized treatments based on ayurvedic yogic and medical principles what are some of the myths around wellness in india last but not the least i decoded her handwriting to know what part of her personality fuels her ambitious nature i am wondering if atmantan should be my first gateway after the lockdown in the meanwhile sharmali will join us on the other side of this short break stay tuned Hello everybody, welcome to another awesome week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's been a really, really great week on the network. Let me make a couple of recommendations to you guys. Agla Station Adulthood, they have an extraordinary episode on relationships. Ritasha and Ayushi, as always, do a bang-up job. I think you'll really enjoy that conversation. Check out Edges and Sledges, where DJ Ashwin and Varun have been talking to fans from different IPL teams on every episode. It's a really, really interesting project they've taken on during the course of the IPL. And as it comes to a conclusion, I'm sure you'll love to hear their thoughts on the tournament as a whole. I want to mention Uncle Please Sit. They had a really great episode which dove into why is pollution so bad. And I think that given the circumstances we're dealing with right now, it makes a ton of sense to listen to that. Cyrus had a really great week on his show as well. On the Monday episode, he spoke to Raj and DK about all kinds of stuff. He was in one of their early movies. Definitely a fun conversation. Do check that out. And finally, let me talk to you about The Wire Talks with Siddharth Bhatia. We're very excited about this show. On the first episode, Jairam Ramesh is there having a conversation with Siddharth Bhatia about the legacy of Indira Gandhi. I think you will really, really get something out of this. Do give it a listen. And with that, let me get you back to your show. Hi Sharmili for being on the show. I am very curious to know about your entire journey and more I read about what all led you to start this facility, this experience of Atmantan. I am more curious to understand what would have gone underneath. So where did it begin? Well, Aditi, uh, you know, it still seems like, uh, you know, a fabulous dream that's come true. So it started with the fact that, uh, you know, I've, I've grown up in a middle class family, which went to upper middle class. So, I mean, I won't say there was anything wanting or lacking in life, uh, from mm. at least my point of view. Uh, so what happens mm. is, it's when you have uh, abundance, is that the, uh, you know, demerits of abundance comes, which means, you know, the bad okay. lifestyles, you know, the excessive eating and, uh, you know, mm. basically going to a buffet and overloading your plate. So that is all, mm. <laughs> you know, something that comes with affluence. And so, right. so I'll be very honest, you know, I grew up in a Punjabi family, Hindu Punjabi, and we mm. loved our festivals. Festivals meant eating. Yeah. And, you know, when our <laughs> big joint families to meet, we used to have parties and that also meant eating and hanging out. So, you know, all the hair salons also saw a major peak around that time. You know, I'm talking about the early, uh, late 80s, early 90s. So that's when I realized that this is not enough. You can't go to a gym. Mm. You can't go to a hair salon. You know, there has to be more. There has to be something that gives mm. me all the answers. If I hand over myself, mm. you know, it should be a dietitian who works along with me. There should be a fitness program mm. for me. So I wanted a place like that. And 
um at that time i didn't know places like that existed i'll be very honest i was 17 18 i didn't know there were places like that all over the world and uh, you know as mm. i grew up and i realized okay people have done this right i mean there are people who are doing mm. this but then again in india um you know there is a this 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 sort of derogatory feeling to it you know like if you have to go to a health farm why do you say that right so why do you so aditi it was like uh, i'm talking about uh, you know the mid 90s you know there was this thing that mm. okay now you've gone wrong now please go to one of mm. these institutes and get right so you know work on your so it's almost like alcoholic anonymous absolutely you go there because <laughs> and get yourself fixed. absolutely so there was a derogatory meaning you know like okay you've put on mm. a lot of weight go there or you know your uh, you know your periods and your menstrual cycles are not in order go there so you know there was a derogatory aspect uh, associated and that used to bother me i used to be like listen first mm-hmm. of all if i'm ready to work on something i should be applauded i cannot be looked down mm. so first of all the dream of atmantan was a place where you will proudly tell somebody hey i'm going there you know and you don't hide right. it you know so that was mm. that was a dream and also a place where everything would be done as per you so if i tell them mm. that look i like to sleep 7 hours a day and um, you mm. know it it shouldn't be the cut and paste kind of a thing like no you have to do right. you know that's also like i believe in uh, 2000 when i was doing my mbas when google came before that we used to see ask jeeves mm. so a lot of times you know you had these you know cut and co- cut and paste answers if you're not doing 9 right. hours you're not okay and then you know somewhere right. we'll read of some genius who sleeps for 4 hours and does really well and then you start thinking is this right yep. so i wanted a right. place where you could trust people to help you get better that was the dream right. of atmantan and you know the whole comfort of atmantan comes from the fact that i didn't want people feeling like they were punished or they had failed so mm. now they need to go to atmantan sure so you know that's the whole difference like you know how you said that you know you decided to go there and that's that's because and and look at you i mean somebody would see you as a working woman and just like okay listen i mm. want to take a de-stressing break so that was exactly why this place was made so that is the uh, you know the way we started and uh, it was also something that and what you're saying is interesting because from fixing a, any form of health issue you're saying that wellness has to be incorporated wellness has to be uh, your everyday choice right. and one of the reasons why i was curious to have you on the show for the same reason because i feel fixing something to to be better is a way of repair yes. but actually imbibing your calmness imbibing your ways of being more physically and mentally healthy yes. is what we should be doing on a daily basis as our lifestyle Agreed. but that does not happen or that is happening but people are clueless about it aditi the fact that you even know this puts you ahead of the curve mm. so if you realize if mm. you talk like this to um, you know some aunt who's like 60 years old she'll be like ye kya mm. bol rahe ho tum you know you look perfect kuch problem hi nahi hai <laughs> so you know In, exactly there's, there's a whole generation of people who are actually um you know they realize that i want to like you said mm. i want to do this i want calmness mm. i want this in my daily schedule so wh- where do these people go i mean they would first go to google they would probably go to right. a dietitian then you know that's just one bit of it you know so it's that whole mm. 360 uh, degree approach which is missing in a city sadly so that is so when we look at when we look at this business of uh, spa and wellness you know uh, i have i have seen this as a general probably idea that people think oh this is one more fancy place you you put in money and you like make everything look yeah. like look very divine and you know things will be sorted now atmantan was an experience for me but uh, as a as a founder as a creator of this concept yeah. what was your idea and you know is it really about pumping in money to create a property like that or what what goes underneath creating an experience keeping in mind that there are different people different issues different health issues mental issues right. how do you tackle with all of that right so first of all aditi you can't start a place like atmantan until you feel for it so it is absolutely mm-hmm. not about uh, just pumping in the money because you know money money can be pumped mm-hmm. into several things so the idea is if mm-hmm. you don't feel for this if you don't believe in this for example uh, you know um, i didn't become a pranic healer because of atmantan i actually became a pranic mm-hmm. healer when we were 
you know, um, almost into our drawing phases, architectural phases of Atmantan. And uh, Nikhil was already, uh, you know, my co-founder, my husband, Nikhil, he was already into fitness, but he went into an mm-hmm. Ironman, you know, just as we had already started with Atmantan. So the idea is okay. we always wanted to do something with wellness because, uh, you know, number one, we were young MBAs. So, you know, we had learned mm-hmm. this whole ethical code and this whole like, you know, yeah. contribute to the world positively. And we were, at least I was fresh out of my MBA at 20. And I remember thinking Mm. that, listen, if I have to use money, either I do a job or if I use money, Mm. it has to be for something amazing and something amazing, which adds to people's lives. Obviously, if something Mm. uh, the good, the good part is, uh, you know, this is not a paradox. If something adds Mm. to people's lives, it will be profitable also. How soon is the whole different thing? But you know, so that's, that's a great thing about life. If you do something with your heart, something that contributes positively to society, it is not going to go bust, first of all, you know. And that's a great thought because most people do not choose careers which would have that as, right. a, as, a, as a center stage, right? People think, okay, I will do whatever is basic minimum uh, to meet my needs and all right, of that. Right. And in, in, in the, as an effect that the the world may change hopefully i'm I'm very pleased to know pleased to know that you started with the otherwise idea also i think many people now like many youngsters are choosing that as a as a choice they're like okay i want to spend my time but my they value their time and they say okay i want to make this shift i want to make a difference and and they realize right that the passion will then just flow out you know in a very natural way you know and they realize that the whole um you know commitment to work is also coming from you know the heart like you know you have your heart chakra you have your ajna chakra which thinks so you know when you put in your heart chakra it's how you love your family you know the mind and right. over basically the heart over mind so the and you yep. you can't do business without the mind so for us aditi definitely it was something that uh, you know led from the heart and uh, mm. we, we were very clear that you know this did require an x amount of capital and you know a lot of help from the family both our families so we we wanted something that really meant something to us and we knew that we would be mm. proud of creating it you know it wasn't like an mm. ammunition factory where we would make you know excuses every day so it it yep. it was a great vision i mean uh, you know nikhil was working i was you know on the drawing board my family's into real estate so the idea was it was they, you know there already was something to go back to the idea was if you're mm. going to do something it has to mean and actually aditi that's the only thing that's helped us last this long you mm. know uh, i mean if somebody is not as committed or as the the basic uh, you know um, what do you say the value of it is not as precious mm. to you then you will not last because there are a lot right. of lot of down days and there is a lot of uh, struggle and that's the time you remind yourself why you're doing this. You know, inherently, I'm not cheating my guests. Inherently, I'm giving a great service. Inherently, I'm helping somebody in, and, and doing a good karma. So in that is the whole uh, philosophy behind uh, us starting it. So tell me about your your personal journey or like which were your moments where you felt that I need to commit to this larger idea. See, one is the business aspect right, as we right, spoke about right. it. What was the personal aspect? Huh, personal aspect, right. I should say that, uh, you know, in the beginning, it seemed amazing. It started with something as simple as a project report. But um, personally, it was, I won't say very easy because, um, you know, I started Atmantan when I was just uh, without a baby. I got pregnant mm-hmm. and I had a baby. So, you know, it was tough. It was tough managing those two things. But as a personal journey, uh, yes, I always tell my guests this, that just because I'm a founder of Atmantan, it doesn't mean I'm perfect. You know, I always say that mm. Atmantan is made for people like me and it's made by people like Nikhil. So, you know, Nikhil is more that, you know, perfect walk the talk. And I'm very, <laughs> yeah, I'm very clear that I'm not perfect and I'm somebody who needs Atmantan. You know, I will... There are days I'll stay up till two in the morning and three in the morning and mess up my day. And that is why a person like I'm, I'm a very relatable person. I'm a very real person. So Atmantar <laughs> is for people like me. And, you know, my, my family has all these, uh, you know, my family has the smokers. My family has the drinkers. I'm like I said, I'm a typical Punjabi <laughs> Hindu family. So, you know, Nikhil's right. family, on the other hand, his dad's an army man you know, over-disciplined. Nikhil is very disciplined. So in that sense, if you tell me about my personal journey, I've never let uh, that become, (laughs) you know, a hindrance. Because, you know, a lot of guests will tell me and say, 
oh you have coffee i'll be like yeah i do have coffee and <laughs> and i am trying to kick the habit i've come to two cups a day so you know for me atmantar is a which is why i actually made it like that you know where i was like look what is the word sorry what does the word mean what is atmantan right so atmantan is i think uh, a word i could be in love with my whole life so it is uh, you know atma which we know in sanskrit means uh, the soul and man which right. means the mind and tan which means the right. body so it's you know the culmination the holistic culmination of the mind body and soul so that is the meaning of atmantan and we like to believe that uh, you know you could um, you know sort of get the wellness of all those three aspects and some even more actually mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that's the name so as far as my personal journey goes i am still at the beginning line of wellness and i i love that i have an atmantan doctor to go to and say listen this happened what can i do so i i do not claim to be perfect at all and uh, this is the reason actually like i said that uh, you know the guests love talking to me because <clears throat> they love telling me listen i smoke and they know i'm not going to judge them okay because Yeah yeah because i mean i i was about to say that that you know someone who who runs a place like that you you have the image of this person would be perfect and would have all the all the tick box uh, <laughs> right i wish i wish and here you are you're like no i don't and that's why i think i'm a better person to understand what my client is going through no, because uh, let's be honest aditi it is a, it's it's such a long journey and let's i mean if you like it's been 10 years now since you know we started started building atmant mm-hmm. and you know and i have obviously moved on in leaps and bounds from where i started but you know it's it's yeah. a long journey ahead and obviously um i i believe that you know i need to come back to atmantan every 6 months like nikhil is there and he's like okay i'm there i'm detoxing so the idea is that's being human right i mean you can't stick mm-hmm. to a regime no matter how much you want but yes if you knew yep. me 10 years ago and you knew me now you would say okay i can't believe it's the same person but uh, <laughs> yeah but and that those gradual changes is what we are looking at at any level thank you for that so they don't <laughs> happen overnight they actually build up that's that's great right. now um another aspect of this like uh, you and your husband work together right well on this project we yeah, do and we try to not work as much together but yeah we do work together <laughs> that was my question like how do you manage that because that's like a million dollar question right two two partners <laughs> business partners and and life partners being together that's such a tough journey yeah yeah so i mean i know your uh, portal is all about honesty so i'll be very honest with you uh, you know when i started i mean nikhil is somebody he was a, he was a friend he was my best friend who i married and mm-hmm. uh, you know it was like oh my god we're going to work together it's going to be amazing and it is not okay so anybody who tells you <laughs> i mean trust me you know i <laughs> this is my number one question when i meet other couples who are working you know and honestly yeah. i will not give you the textbook answer it is not easy it is uh, you know it is it's a whole lot of permit i mean you know we have these arguments which are so loud and everybody in office can hear them and then you know we'll be like listen calm down and the reason we even argue because we both care about it so we are like listen this of is course. my point i'm not letting this go and he's like no this is my point so the idea is that it is not easy and uh, eventually yep. we decided the only way forward was uh, you know to set some rules so mm-hmm. it's like you know we have areas that we look at and you know we give each other complete autonomy there where we would not sort of get into each other's spaces and also um, you know team wise there are some people who would only um, you know be his people you know they would sort of understand okay. his language and i would have my people mm-hmm. but besides that when we mm-hmm. do collaborate um, yeah you have to take a deep breath and say i'm not mm. going to lose it and <laughs> because you know all that is real abhi like you didn't respect me and you said this and you made me look like a fool so that is real and uh, anybody who tells you otherwise i mean they deserve a whole different prize okay i don't know how no you know i'm so <laughs> curious to to know this that what what makes couple go for keep their love alive for many many years like what happens what do they do right. and you know how do they manage all the pitfalls <laughs> that all of us have fallen right. into like what is the, the hack behind <laughs> so that's why i wanted to ask you this question like how are you guys managing and you know the place like uh, wellness space we really have to have that energy you can't be a frustrated person and create a space true, like that true. but i i hear you i so, hear you so we will do our separate meditations and there are times we will do our meditations together um and there are like good times you know so when you have a great day at work you can share it mm-hmm. better 
but you know there are also those bad days where you know you have to tell the person that listen we're not discussing this you know now it's mm. about family and you know probably creating mm. those uh, holidays or probably creating a movie night so there are obvious mm. uh, you know parts where you have to stop and not carry mm. that forward because it does mm. uh, you know seep into the other part of your life and sometimes not in a pleasant way so uh over to you now i'm going to turn the tables and let's talk about the second part of our conversation which is based on graphology so i already have your handwriting sample and anything that you feel uh, you are right now thinking about deliberating confused about yes. you can ask any live question live in the sense you know whatever is active within yes. you and then i would look at it the writing and you know do my best to to comment about it So I've been thinking about this. Um so do you think I'm like a giving person because I feel like uh, you know I'm quite empathetic but I don't know if I'm you know giving period like um as sacrificing or what do you think so that's an interesting space because where you're coming from and let, let's set the context a bit you we are made to believe or we are constantly told being a giving person is a great idea or being a giving person or being selfless is something that we should strive right. now you know i i if i look at the indian spiritual aspect of it i i know where you're coming from right. but let's look at the the practical nature and where you are and how you're functioning right so are you a giving person you are a generous person for sure okay so if you compliment somebody if you are interested in someone if you want to genuinely you know help somebody you are a generous person but are you a giving person so you're not giving to a point where you allow the other person to walk all over you you're not giving in to a point where you would do it selflessly uh, where you would not have any expectation that doesn't happen that is you would do it right. that is amazingly bang on by the way that is i am known with my friends as somebody who's uh, you know very complimenting and i do tend to pick on those things so that is bang on were you able to read that just from my handwriting that's amazing Yes. <laughs> so, so you know, when when the whole idea of giving comes, I feel you really have to identify, give as much as uh, things make you happy. The very moment you start doing it, so I I see this, and I'm going to say it as is. I feel sometimes you overcompensate uh, in your behavior for uh, other people's problems. So you feel you don't have that issue, but the other person has it. So let me just give so that. you know i will compensate for my good luck i will compensate for my well being i will compensate in the word that you use for my abundance yeah. by giving the person little more right. uh, space wow so wow that's that's a mouthful i have to think of that amazing <laughs> uh, i have one more question how ambitious yes. because i feel my ambitions have changed how ambitious hmm. uh, do you think i am from what you read So for you, ambition is not something that would be. So, are you an ambitious person? Yes, to answer that question. But what kind of ambition? So you're not somebody who would exaggerate things. You would not think ten years down the line. You're very uh, action-oriented, uh, ambitious person. Okay. So you know, literally, like you're like, okay, I got to do this. This matters to me. What can I do? Right. How can I do it? What are the aspects that I have to focus on? So you're literally constantly gathering information right. to make sure that you build the the practical in the moment plan of this. Okay, that is also very true. I'm very very present focused. I don't tend to uh, you know do well with you know somebody saying um, think about this and see how it looked two years ago. And I'm like, no, you know this needs to be done and this needs to be said. So let's just do this. So amazing. Yeah. yeah. and that's an interesting aspect because uh, if someone only gives you ideas or you know uh, these so called plan of actions which may or may not come true that's confusing for you and you kind of refuse to take right. them you're like okay tell me what exactly you expect right. and we will work on that right. so um i always wonder so i i love uh, you know meeting people and things like that but i feel like do you think i've i'm now that my handwriting now is very different from what it was when i was younger do you think i'm intolerant 
<laughs> I'm being very honest here. These are things I wonder <laughs> because I like people, and then I suddenly feel like, okay, I'm not as tolerant as I was when I was twenty. So I'm just like you're like this little, um, you know, this person who's like, you know, the the, the gypsy lady. Can peep, yeah, the, yeah, in your the mind gypsy and lady. You I know. You're supposed to look at the, you know, cloudy ball and tell me what you see. <laughs> The answer is yes. With with passing time, you're becoming more intolerant of things that you don't agree with. You're becoming a stronger person for sure. Also, intolerant of uh, so impatience is not the correct word to use here because in some areas you are extremely patient. But with people, and uh, if I may use the word with their stupidity, you do become intolerant. So if you have to repeat something over and over again. you kind of prefer to withdraw and probably change the situation completely by changing the person <laughs> by changing the scenario but yeah you're committed to do that okay that is so true i don't even know if that is going to hurt me or not what he just said <laughs> but uh, yeah i do i do notice that i would like to think it's uh, you know me being more uh, like you said you know becoming a newer person and more evolved so i i find myself so, yeah sorry I think when you spoke about tolerant, I felt that was also uh, wanting to be accepted, validated, you know, uh, fit in. Those were the ways. But now I think it's part of growing up as a woman. Yeah. I see that in many people, but women especially. I feel you literally look at things and you're like, okay, even if you don't like me or if I don't please you, that's fine. Yeah. I think this is very. I I agree. Yeah. I think that's that's called the forty peak. You know, the minute I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 42, and you know, it's like the 40 peak. You know, where you suddenly realize that you know it's fine. Uh, you know, if you don't like me, I'm just going to continue being honest yeah. to myself. <laughs> so okay, so that wasn't so bad. I was a little worried what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any any other question? Mm. Uh, I I don't. Uh, do you want to tell me anything? I don't know. Those were my pertinent questions so uh one of the things that i find very different for you com- keeping your profession in mind is you know uh, atmantan requires lot of detailing it requires lot of process driven right. uh, execution right but as a person you are not that yeah. so as long as you are uh delegating those aspects you will do better okay so you're, if you are focused yeah you're right about that sorry No, no. So if you're focused on like literally creating your strategies, if you're focused on uh, reaching out to right people, so I don't know how your work is divided, but make sure that you do connect to the public and exploratory part. You know, some people are amazing at reproducing the system over and over again, and others are amazing at uh, literally jumping in and solving problems and firefighting. Right. Now. you are a firefighter right. you if you get like exhausted if there is no fire right. you get exhausted if there are no no complications to look at and change <laughs> and other people are like why can't you just sit idle why can't you just like chill they're like yeah i can chill better if i know that i have gone and i've solved the problems i can right. and then i can chill right. Right. but that's very very important so i have a feeling that last um I probably it could be because of the lockdown or otherwise, but at least six to eight months, you're not feeling stimulated enough, and that is an important aspect of how you function, how you identify, and how you move forward. True, true. So, so you're think. absolutely right. Nikhil is the process guy. I mean, uh, oh. this is something we always say. I'm more, you know, the strategic person where I, you know, come up with the ideas and I have. But you know, he's more the guy who gets it done. you know he's the one who drives mm. all the um you know i have the more like you know i would say okay this is what our guest needs to feel and this is how we have to train mm. our team but nikhil is the one who actually yeah. put together the material and you know the entire mm. process and the entire uh, you know mm. protocol around it so yes you are absolutely right. right about that i prefer uh, i i i'm calling it fancier when i say you know the eagle eye on top but uh, yeah it, mm. it it is it works for me really well that i would think of uh, you know what where what direction we are going in and what are the new sure. things which excite me like i told you i'm the best uh, mm-hmm. consumer for atmantan so i love to think right. that you know this is what a guest wants now like you know how you said sure. and also lockdown has been tough aditi you're absolutely right because mm-hmm. you know um, for the hospitality industry we are wellness hospitality and you know this is almost yep. like what we've been telling people for years that you know please get well 
while you're well mm. you know don't wait for disaster yep. precaution is better than cure so you know we spend yep. all this money when we go to hospitals but what is mm. amazing is that you could do that way cheaper and way easier fitting into your schedule if you just get to it sooner so that's so, so this is something you know we've been shouting about for like the last 4 years and then you know the pandemic comes mm. and obviously um you know considering right now atmanthan is very physical you know it's a it's a physical resort yeah. we started yeah. with online services you know we got a good response mm. so in that sense yes the stimulation uh, was uh, external because you know we signed up for these mm. courses uh, we had these amazing mm. management modules we ran with the team but yeah the inherent um, insecurity of a businessman or an entrepreneur did hit and i'm not going to lie that mm. about that i mean anybody i mean i'm not a you know a who's who of india where i don't have to worry also, about generations of money so yes also it is nobody is immune to the stress that the situation absolutely, got so absolutely absolutely so in that sense yes and the stimulation is coming back you know because when you mm. see uh, for me personally i love meeting guests you know whenever i meet mm. a guest and i hear a story it just changes the energy around my day i mean just hearing them say that i have never slept so well in my life or you know beta and that, you know there are people who've like uh, you know given aashirwad to nikhil and me saying so, so for and, and as as simple as that sounds you know it changes you you know it no. it sort of it's like the it tells you that what you did mattered and it, it's not as philanthropic as it sounds but it really really makes my day like you know just something simple where somebody said Oh, you know, I love the fact that when I'm at Atmanthan, I don't have to put on makeup. I can just, you know, roam around track pants the whole day and not be judged. Yeah. So I'm like so happy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you know, that's exactly the idea behind it. So, um, so for me, those are gratifying moments, and I think those had reduced, you no, know, during the lockdown. So my stimulation mm-hmm. probably went down there. <laughs> But uh, uh, I think what you said is absolutely right. I can't. Be, I think you're a pretty great graphologist. Yeah, if you could find out all that. Right. <laughs> I, I'm very much going to be signing some people up for you with you now. <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you. So thanks for that. So so when we when we look at you know your need for different things, I remember in our previous conversation you spoke about the green movement or the green approach that right. you have used. Right. Tell us more about it. Right. So uh, thank you for that. So you know again uh, we were uh, building a resort in the beginning. I mean you know the beautiful idea of Atmanthan had to come in a physicality when it comes to architectural drawings and you know actual site right. excavation and things like that. So you know right from day one we were very clear that we didn't want an energy guzzler. You know, we didn't want a place which um, you know looks pretty but it's like ruining the environment or as right. little as possible because then that defeats the whole purpose of wellness mm-hmm. you know just the fact sure. that i blew so much um, i don't know f- f- fuel on this doesn't make me feel mm-hmm. good or it's or there is going to be a karmic imprint so for us right mm-hmm. from the time when we sat with our architectures architects we had told them that you know we want a, a landscape which uh, blends with the hill we don't want something mm-hmm. sticking out so you know all mm-hmm. our buildings have a lot of glass they have a lot of wood hmm. so in that sense we tried hmm. to keep it as minimalistic as possible you know not to make hmm. it as a concrete jungle we didn't want to do that also little things no. like uh, you know i remember this one person we had flown in from uh, i think delhi he did these hmm. uh, you know amazing climate studies so they actually figure out where the sun rises and at what point of time mm. is it at uh, you know 12 o'clock right above your head so you know even the mm. direction of the sun sort of affects the kind of lighting mm. and air conditioning you use so you know right. so we've even done those studies and we figured out okay all our windows should face a certain way you know then we got these right. amazing windows which are known as the best for heat uh, you know uh, for sort of sustaining the heat of the room uh, these these okay. uh, these climate studies also tell you the ideal temperature in the room so all those things we did and also um, you know this was uh, again a personal find we found this person who's developed this patented uh, technology okay so aditi mm. you know all these big hotels and everywhere you see you see this mm. huge big tank where the sewage water mm. is getting treated by chemicals you right. see it it's right. actually something you see so in atmanthan yep. it is not there we have a field we actually have a beautiful hill where we have these beautiful mm. uh, plants it's called the kaina plants they look like gladiolus okay. they're as pretty as gladiolus okay. 
So we have this entire hilltop where these plants are mm. put. It's a patented seed. It's called the SIBF. Mm. And we have okay. all the water coming down this hill. And at the end of the hill, the water that comes is good enough mm. for irrigation and agriculture. So it's, what are you yeah, it's called a sewage, uh, you know, uh, uh, plant, which actually okay. cleanses all your sewage and makes it good enough to go back for agriculture. So there is no chemical going into a food chain. So this is, again, a great initiative, which I'm um, in touch with. We managed to do this uh, and also solar. You know, we, we built mm. a, a extensive solar farm. It could have been bigger, but, you know, as you know, these mm. things are, uh, um, the, the installation cost of a solar farm is uh, much higher as compared to other. Higher than you can so, you know, we decided that we wanted to commit uh, to a solar uh, technology because, you know, we have, in our, we have the same in our house also. We had been using it for a few mm. years. So we decided that right. let's do this for one thing and do it properly. So we have the largest mm. um, solar farm in the country for heating mm. water for the guests. So well, all our water, which the guests use in the, uh, uh, you know, in the guest rooms are all from that mm. solar farm. And, so you know, nice. you will hear of a guest, an Indian guest complain once in a while when there's monsoon, you know, the water is cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, again, yeah. sadly, uh, these initiatives were more appreciated by Westerners because I think uh, mm. they, they hear about it more than us. And mm. now I think, yep. uh, you know, with David Attenborough, I think more people are hearing about how to keep the earth clean. So, you know, for us, all yep. these great initiatives, we were very clear from the beginning. In fact, I would call this more Nikhil's baby than mine. He was very clear that we have to go for the gold lead certification right from day one. Mm. And that is something which people, mm. I mean, if anybody's listening and anybody's plan to start something, it can start from day one. This is not some, mm. and you can start it from day 20 also. The point is, as right. long as you decide you want to do something, you can. So uh, even my interior designer, she's somebody I personally know, she was told that you are not going to be getting a single halogen on the property. And we don't have any halogens on the property. So, you know, even that 99.9% LED CFL friendly property was, uh, you know, if, if the architect didn't see eye to eye, you know, it would hurt her. Yeah. So in that sense, you know, we had a lot of support from a lot of our people, even my landscape designer, you know, the minute we told her, mm. we don't want to cut down the whole forest. We don't want a complete, yep. she would be like, yes, you know, she's a really, uh, you know, yeah. famous landscape designer, president's awardee, Shobha Bhopatkar. She also said that, yeah, I get this. Let's not touch this part. Let's just manicure mm -hmm. the rest. So we also met great people along the way who understood that. And we are uh, gold yep. lead certified. So that is something uh, we're very proud of because for a, you know, for a manufacturing unit, a factory, it's much easier. But mm -hmm. for a, for a, a you know, a dealer, oh. yeah, a luxury. Well, uh, Aditi, I had this huge uh, thing where I used to go around telling everybody in my family that we are not a spa. We're a wellness center. Mm. So they used to say, okay. how's your spa doing? And I'm like, it's not a spa. You know, if you went there, I would not give you a spa. I would check your uh, BP. I would check your vitals. Yeah. I would check if that yeah. therapy is suited to you. And only then would I give it to you. So in that sense, uh, you know, for a wellness center, slash resort kind of a setup mm. to get a gold lead certified is is much tougher than it is for a factory and i just want to tell people that you know we can do this so so, so my, my question to you here okay so if an entrepreneur is thinking about all these things which require a lot of investment uh, what would they, where should they begin? And, you know, what I'm liking is, it's the thought that you're focused on. You say, okay, in my wellness center, I stand corrected. When Thank I, you. when you look at the, <laughs> the, when you look at different aspects of it, when you look at different, uh, every small aspect of that experience is done thoughtfully, right. which I really like as a thought, which I was my experience when I was there. And I thought, it takes commitment for somebody to deliver that over and over again. Right. So what would you tell somebody who is interested in wellness space? What should they keep in mind? So number one, um, see the cost. Uh, there are a lot of cheaper options in every aspect. So I don't think the cost is a big issue. I would tell somebody who was going into the wellness space that be very clear that you're doing this, um, you know, to get something better on the table, like to offer mm -hmm. something that isn't there. So, you know, the money mm. bit, the fame bit, all may happen, may not. But wellness first mm. has to be relevant. If it's not relevant wellness, mm. it's not going to work. 
So it, you have to find True. what you're getting into the market, what you're giving, and you have to find the people for it. You need to know that people are looking mm. for this because for us, a lot of it also was about educating people that, listen, you need this mm. and you need to commit there. Right. So yes, um, the purpose has to be at the center of it. It's also about, mm. uh, you know, if you're starting something in the city, for example, it's also about mm. trying to find in those gaps. Like today, you know, you have mm. a ton of dietitians, but why do some right. dietitians do better than the other? So it's because yeah. they are more real. See, this is my learning sure. so far, Aditi, that people who are mm. real stay longer. You know, you don't, sure. I mean, uh, you know, if you talk about all the famous dietitians or even if you talk about Atmantan, we are very, very real. Mm. We, we are not going to tell mm. a person that, listen, before coming to me or I'm going to make you lose 10 kgs in 10 days. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, nobody yep. in the world can figure out your body, but we are here to help okay. you figure it out. So it's about being real. Mm. Don't make tall promises. Don't make incorrect promises. Mm. Be honest. And also, mm. um, you know, be true. So for example, even the oils you use, you're not offering mm. give true wellness. Because people need that. Mm. If they're spending their hard-earned money with you and they're spending their hard-earned time with you, you need to be giving them the right product. Don't cheat people. You know, it will come back to you. So if, if, if for example, the oil you're using, see so many of these machines, mm. you know, they call themselves weight loss machines. And when you go there mm. and, you know, there's this whole uh, thing, if this happens or, you know, after this, you know, you pretty much can't eat for seven days and whatever, whatever. So, I mean, that mm. is all marketing and that is all, and that's not real. People need to understand mm. that. If, if that was real, everybody would look like a size zero by now. Everybody rich mm. would look like a size zero sure. and they don't. True. And, you know, and, and again, the fact that the spirituality aspect, you can look fabulous, mm. but you can feel like crap. And you don't have that good sleep, you don't have good relations in your life, you don't have good people around you because you're not a nice person because you're not nice to yourself. I mean, if you're not nice and you don't like yourself, nobody else will. So True. that also starts from somewhere. So, you know, India actually, yeah. Aditi, do you know we are, the, we are the epicenter of spirituality, even geographically? You know, the kind of, really? yeah, the kind of magnetism and the kind of, uh, you know, the sort of the plates and all below India and mm. Asia mm. makes us more mm. spiritually um, enhancing as countries. So somebody okay. who did spirituality in India would do much better mm. than if they did spirituality in the West. Because which I'm aware of, which I'm aware of for one reason right. that I for the last 10 years, I've been doing transcendental meditation. Okay. And while studying that, I, I learned that if you're learning the same course in the U.S., the procedure is different. And if you're learning it in India or if you're born here, uh, you're given so many discounts in, in, in your process because it is understood that you're born here. So you already imbibe certain things right. to begin right. with. Yeah. So see, there you go. And this is what I love about spirituality, that they all actually complement each other. You know, they don't defy, sure. they don't say, one doesn't say there's one God and there are many gods. All spirituality somewhere always meets and complements each other. So in that sense, you know, when, um, I mean, obviously it took the West again to sort of remind us mm. that we have an amazing country. Mm. And that was another thing, by the way, if you're doing wellness in mm. India, we, like you said, mm. we're already beginning with a bank balance. You know, we're not starting yep. at zero. So wellness in India is easier to do than to do it in another mm. country, for example. Because yeah, we have right. so much more to offer. And I think people are, uh, and a lot, there are a lot of quacks. So because of that, sometimes mm. as Indians, we're put off. You know, we're like, I'm not mm. doing this. So that is another, okay, that's a bit of a disadvantage. So for me, if any mm. entrepreneur is looking at a wellness space, he has to think of a genuine product. He has to be honest. And trust me, the people will come. It has to be about giving results. If you're not giving those mm. results, then those people will not come back. And uh, mm. well, uh, like if you have a green initiative, if you believe so for us, we believe in the karma law in a big way. So, you know, even the oils we use have to be pure because we feel like mm. uh, otherwise your wellness will be compromised somewhere. You know, there's right. no point in the right. therapist, you know, taking the effort, you know, the doctor taking you, giving your time and then the actual ingredient harms you. So for us, we went mm. all that distance. But I think there are a lot of other ways also to do it because there are cheaper oils, which are, you know, pure Indian oils like sesame and or coconut oil. So mm. you could even do it with that. So I feel like there are, that's why there are such great uh, smaller centers also in India, you know, which do. So you're saying that the commitment to the quality and the result 
matters more Absolutely. than your resources in the morning. Absolutely. So that's, that's a great lesson to keep in Because life. for wellness, no. otherwise it won't work. You know, the product yep. has to be so genuine. Then it won't work otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to come to our last two yes. questions. Uh, you know, we spoke about your journey. We spoke about your milestones. And here I am before we go, you know, uh, being a wellness practitioner, being a wellness uh, promoter, I want to ask you, so what was your favorite failure? I like I like how you said favorite failure. So that means I'm definitely out of it. So I can talk about it. So <laughs> yes. one, one big, big failure was, uh, you know, when we were looking for funding. Aditi, uh, mm. you know, people, we were not a hospital and we were neither a mm. hotel. So people mm. would not understand, you know, when we went out there um, telling them that, you know, so a typical, so my family owns some hotels. So in a hotel, they typically mm. say, okay, how many rooms uh, and how much, how soon will you break even? How soon will you have? But in a wellness resort, um, the whole mm. idea, philosophy is different. A one person can stay mm. for longer. You know, one person will stay yeah. for 10 nights as opposed to every night yeah. the person changing. So they wouldn't understand what wellness hospitality is. You know, it was really mm. tough getting that initial funding. I mean, we started using all our resources. And at some point, you know, it had come down to a point where we could not even go on an extra month if we hadn't got mm. that funding at that point. So it was really okay. tough because they ask you all your typical hospitality questions. They tell you how many right. keys will you sell a night? How, they don't get that yeah. long stays trumps having mm. new people every day. Mm. They don't understand that therapies yeah. are a whole different, you know, they're like, ha ha, ye to hai. But they, you know, the whole team, the kind of team you build, it's, you know, so you have yeah. the whole FMB, you have the whole hospitality team, plus you have to have the whole mm. wellness medical team. So, you know, that yes. whole, so for us, for example, the human resource aspect is much larger than a typical hotel. Yes. And at the same time, we mm-hmm. can't just replace people. So we can't have somebody who just got out of hotel management come to us. You know, there's a whole lot of training. Yep. When the guest comes in, they need to know the guest's name. They need to know what program he's on. They need to know his allergies. Mm-hmm. So he can't just join us yep. on day one. So there's a lot of training yep. and everything that goes in. So in that sense, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it took, I, I mean, there were, it was a tough time. Uh, we knew mm-hmm. that uh, uh, like, a, like a school or, a, you know, a, a break even would be more uh, elongated as such. It wouldn't come in year mm-hmm. one. It would not come in year two, that sort of thing. But uh, banks don't want to hear that. But finally, we did get a financial institution that believed in us. And uh, today they are proud of us. They, they like the fact, like I, I remember this really cute thing. I went to them, we were signing papers and they said, you know, what do you drink? So I said, um, anything. And they said, you know, we have green tea. So I, I felt so great. I said, you know, <laughs> they have offered me green tea. So they understand that, you know, we represent wellness. It was that, it's that one incident, you know, it stayed with me. And so, I mean, it was, and obviously now they get it more. So in, mm-hmm. so like I said, I mean, there is, there is a, you know, a rainbow at the end of all that thunder and lightning. So that was one, one very big failure. So while going through your thunder and lightning, what was your go-to statement, quote, mantra, poem? How did you keep yourself on with the journey? So for me, this is something, I mean, I like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very uh, strong person. I'm, I'm somebody who believes in myself. So this is something I mm. actually do tell myself. I always say, be there mm. for yourself. If somebody is mm. there or not there, never forget to be there for yourself. Mm. So there are, there are times where there'll be a ton of people around you and there are times where nobody will believe in you. So don't forget yep. to believe in yourself because you're worth something. And if you don't know mm. that, nobody else will. And sure. so that is something that always uh, brings me back when I start. And I'm like, listen, yeah, don't forget, you have to be there. Like you're your person, your best friend. And then, you know, you start talking yep. to yourself and you're like, and, and, mm. and everything comes your way as long as you ask it with the best intention. So if, mm. if there are times that you want something for revenge, you will notice it will mm. not come to you. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, if you want something to suddenly help someone, it will come, you know, quicker to you. So change how you ask for things. But, but for me, mm. when you're there for yourself, it's, it's the start of a conversation. It's a start of a... So you have your own back more than anyone else. And that's you how you to. kind of rebuild yourself. You every have time. to. That's you have to. If you don't have your back, I mean, you have no rights. And by the way, you're never alone then. So yep. you, you definitely need to have your that's back. <laughs> that's, that's one thing that keeps that's me going. 
Yeah. And also like, you know, they say that you, you are constantly training people how to treat you by the way you train, you treat yourself. And that is a reflection when you respect yourself and when you have that, that system going for yourself, other people also learn a great deal. So I think that that was a good one. Well said. That's a good one. Thanks. Thank you so much, Sharbini, for joining us. This was really a different I think peak for us to understand what all goes underneath the the so-called beautiful wellness space that you build. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Adhiti. It's been a pleasure. And uh, have a great, great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. I love learning from stories and personal experiences. Every time I analyze someone's handwriting, I get to learn some nuances of their story, their personality, their life. And that way, I get to learn something new about myself. Today, I felt Sharmili and her husband, Nikhil, are genuinely thinking of the future of the soil while growing a business, something that should be a priority for all of us. They have been willing to pay a higher price in the moment. They're willing to pay a higher price in the moment in order to do things in the correct way, especially to keep things environmentally right. I hope more and more of us find ways to be socially responsible and become true wellness warriors. What did you learn from this conversation? What was your favorite part? Send me your feedback and questions on my Instagram handle at Aditi Surana. And before I go, let me remind you, every Monday at 8.30 a.m. IST, I go live on my Instagram handle and do a handwriting-based calming meditation called Kama Sutra. A simple Zen doodle-like handwriting movement that helps you start your week on a calmer note. It takes just 12 minutes to do this practice, but it's brilliant. Let's deal with all your Monday blues, stress and anxiety together by implementing this practice. All the details are mentioned on my website, aditisurana.com slash kamasutra, C-A-L-M-S-U-T-R-A. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IBM Network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Let's connect on Friday. Till then, happy writing. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean, Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus Says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, my name is Anupam Gupta. I'm B50 on Twitter. I am the host of Pesa Pesa, the show that talks money. On my show, I speak to experts from every field of money and finance. From stock markets, equities, debt funds, credit cards, life insurance, every possible area of money and finance that you can think of. We even did an episode on cryptocurrency. I've got fantastic guests from mutual funds to personal finance experts everywhere. Robo-advisory, startups, just name it, we've got it. At Pesa we help you make smart decisions about money. You work hard for money. Now make your money work hard for you. New episodes out every Monday and you can listen to my show on the IVM Podcast app or any other podcasting app that you have.